0: Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep, E-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine Serial presents The Adventures of Superman. Governor Wheeler, Clark Kent's only proof against the deliberate plot of racial discrimination lies near death. Vicious hate-monger George Latimer's planted victim of a supposed attack by several ex-GIs. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, you like it fine when you get a present, don't you? In fact, uh, you probably agree that the more presents, the merrier, Right. Well, then, gang, you'll really go for the 49 different prizes you can get in packages of Kellogg's Pet. You'll get a bang out of all three kinds of these swell prizes. First off, it's it's mighty exciting to see which one you'll get in your next pet package. Maybe it's a bright-colored comic button picturing a favorite comic strip character, 18 in all to collect and, and to pin on your jacket or your beanie cap. Or a, maybe it's a bird picture in gleaming color with a full description on the reverse side. You can collect 24 then... Or uh, maybe your next pep prize will be one of seven colored cardboard plane models, a cinch to put together. Yes, sir, and that makes 49 different prizes you can collect from packages of pep, the sunshine cereal. While all the time you can be enjoying breakfast with those crunchy golden whole wheat flakes of pep. Flakes that are golden toasted, all crisp and and catchy tasting as you spoon them up. Mm Mm-mm, is pep a treat. So ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Pep tomorrow and look for your prize inside the package. And now, the adventures of Superman. Convinced by Clark Kent that big George Latimer, the state political boss, was not only waging a vicious campaign to spread racial and religious intolerance, but that he is a murderer as well, Governor Wheeler agreed to cooperate with Kent in an attempt to trap Latimer into a confession. But Kent and Wheeler were unaware that John Briggs, the governor's secretary, was a spy for Latimer and that he had reported their plan to him. Alone with the governor, Latimer attacked him and placed his unconscious body in the driveway. A short time later, as Kent waited at the Daily Planet for a phone call from Wheeler, news wires were burned up with a flash announcement. Capitol Square. Governor Frank C. Wheeler is near death in the gubernatorial mansion. Following an attack by a group of war veterans, all of whom were captured. As we continue now, Clark Kent has arrived at the governor's mansion and is admitted to the state executive's spacious study. Several uniformed patrolmen stand guard over a dozen angry war veterans as Inspector Henderson of the Metropolis Police, who has arrived to take over the case, questions Big George Latimer. Kent stands quietly by and listens. You, uh, you say you were with the governor before he went downstairs to speak to the veterans, Mr. Latimer? That's right, Inspector. I was in his library with him on the second floor. Uh-huh. which we could see the veterans outside the gates on Charles Street. They were carrying signs accusing Frank, I mean the governor, of discrimination in awarding state jobs. Their accusations were entirely false, I'm Stand! Now, you men will have to stop interrupting or I'll order you jailed at once. Is that clear? You'll get a chance to speak your piece later. Go ahead, Mr. Latimer. Well, the governor was deeply disturbed, as he has been ever since these accusations began. I shouldn't wonder. He called in Briggs' secretary and told him to ask the veterans to come into the grounds, to the side door. He wanted to talk to them. Briggs came back in a few minutes and said the men were coming. The governor excused himself and went downstairs. You, uh, You didn't go with him? No. I stayed in the library with Briggs. I see. A moment later, we heard loud voices outside. I heard the governor's voice over them. He was saying, please, boys, give me a chance. Listen to me. You mean he was saying that to us? I don't know to whom he was speaking. But suddenly I heard him cry out. He sounded in pain. I said, good heavens, Briggs, I'm afraid the governor's in trouble. That's when I phoned the state troopers. Then as Briggs and I ran downstairs to the side door, the trooper's car was already coming through the gates. What did you see when you got downstairs? Frank, the governor, was lying unconscious just outside the door on the side drive. A group of men were standing over him. Sure, we found him lying there when uh, we arrived. Quiet, please, please. Mr. Latimer, would you recognize any of the men if you saw them again? Yes, of course, Inspector. There they are. Over there, across the room. Are hey, you going to swallow that phony story, Inspector? It's a pack of lies. Quiet, quiet, But he's quiet, trying to quiet, say we now, attacked the out. governor. Wait, didn't. We found him lying there. When fire, we the quiet, 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 please. Quiet, you'll have to be quiet. I'm warning you for the last time. Briggs. Yes, Inspector? Mr. Latimer says you were with him when he phoned the state troopers and then discovered Governor Wheeler in the drive. Is that right? Yes, sir. You're prepared to swear to that in court? Why, why, yes, sir. Uh-huh. Do you have anything to add to his story? No, sir. He, uh, he told it just the way it happened. Hmm. Can you identify these men as the ones who were standing over the governor's body? Why, yes, sir. And they're the same ones I told to come to the side door to see the governor. Okay, quiet, okay. please, that's all. Corporal Wilkes. Right here, Inspector. Colonel Reed has given me permission to question you. Very good, sir. Now, I understand you received a phone call at the state police barracks for Mr. Latimer around midnight. Is that right? That's right, sir. Mr. Latimer said he thought the governor was in trouble. I organized a detail of three troopers and came here with him at once. How long did it take you to get here from your barracks? Not more than a few minutes, sir. We are just down the street, you know. Uh-huh. What did you find? We found Governor Wheeler lying in the side drive. He was unconscious, apparently from a blow on the back of the head. A group of men were gathered around him, and I discovered later they were the war veterans who had been picketing the Capitol. Can you identify them as the group of men in this room? Yes, sir. We detained them as the men who had attacked the governor. Mr. That's a lie! We're being framed! Well, just well, well, a, a moment, man! Just a, a moment, will you please be quiet? May I ask Corporal Wilkes a question, Inspector? Sure, go ahead, Kent. Thanks. Uh, did you go through this house after you arrived, Corporal? Uh, no, sir. Briggs had already called the doctor, so we carried Governor Wheeler up to his bedroom. Then we came back downstairs to this room here. I see. Thank you. Would you mind stepping outside with me a moment, Inspector? Oh, uh, what for? Well, it's quite important. Please. Well, okay. Oh, everybody stay here till I get back. Riley, keep an eye on these men. For you, sir. Come on, Inspector. okay. Okay. Now, what is it, Kent? This looks like a cut-and-dried case to me. Sure, sure. That's the way big George Latimer wants it to look. But these veterans have been red hotted Governor Wheeler. He probably said something to them tonight that made them blow their tops, and one of them socked him. Well, if you'll come upstairs to the library with me, Inspector, I'll tell you a quick story and show you something. <laughs> I planted the microphone, Inspector, I clapped it to the wall behind this American flag and led a wire to a recording machine in the next room. Yeah, well, I don't see any microphone. Of course you don't. It's gone now. And the only persons who could have removed it are either Latimer or Briggs. Latimer or Briggs? Sure. Except for the governor, they were the only two persons in the house when I left. Now, my theory is that Latimer found out about the recorder and our scheme to trap him into a confession, slugged the governor, and framed the G.I.s for it. Just the way he framed Sam Robbins for the Joe Martin shooting. Now, wait a minute, Kent. How could Latimer have found out? One way could have been through Briggs. You mean the governor's secretary? Right. If Briggs is working for Latimer, he could have told him the governor had asked me to come here, and he could have even overheard our conversation. Wait a minute. Hold everything. Why would Latimer want to put Governor Wheeler out of the way? That's just what I was starting to tell you, Inspector. You see, I happen to know the governor finally rebelled that Latimer's ordered to practice racial and religious discrimination in awarding state jobs. And from something, Latimer let drop. He agreed with me that Big George had framed Sam Robbins and had murdered Lippy Williams, the clarion reporter. Holy smokes. The governor believed that? Yes, that's why he agreed to cooperate with me in trying to trap Latimer into a confession. Of course, you, you couldn't take me into your confidence. Well, I... You've always got to do these things on your own, don't us. you? Sorry, but believe me, there wasn't time to work any other way, Inspector. Well, even if you're right, you'll never prove it now. The governor is dying. And from where I sit, it looks as if his murder will be pinned on the G.I. We can't let that happen, Inspector. We can't let Latimer crucify the war veterans on his... his cross of bigotry and intolerance. That's a pretty speech, but it's too late now. Maybe next time you'll come to me when you get a leave. Yes, what is it, Riley? The governor's doctor just sent down for you and Mr. Kent, Inspector. He said for you to get to the governor's bedside as quick as you can. Uh-oh. That sounds bad. Come on, Kent. Is he gone? On the contrary, Inspector, he's suddenly taken a turn for the better. Yes, that's wonderful. It's practically a miracle. We can't be certain that he'll recover, but he has a good chance. Fine. However, before I issue a bulletin, I wanted to speak to you gentlemen. Because when the governor was conscious for a moment, he asked for you two. Said it was very important. Uh He did, eh? Yes. I'm certain he'll regain consciousness again in a few moments. I uh, suggest you wait right here. You bet we'll wait. If he does come, to, he'll be able to tell us who tried to murder him. (laughs) Clark, Kent, and Inspector Henderson wait just outside Governor Wheeler's bedroom, where the state's chief executive lies unconscious, surrounded by three physicians and a nurse. We'll return in a moment for the climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, gang, just suppose you were trying Kellogg's Pep for the first time. Here's what would probably happen. You'd see those crisp golden cheery flakes of whole wheat in your breakfast bowl, and right off, you'd dig your spoon in to sample Pep's flavor. Then a little smile would sprout on your face, because Pep has a way of tickling your taste. You take another spoonful, and another, to make sure all that catchy, super delicious flavor was real. Well, it's real, all right. It's terrific. And you know, every time you eat Pep, it pleases your taste just that way. Sure, just as you get a happy surprise every time you open your package of Kellogg's Pep for the prize inside. Three different kinds of prizes you can get, and each one a honey. For instance, you'll get either a colored cardboard model of a fighting plane, one of seven in the great Pep Air Fleet, or uh, you'll get one of 24 beautiful color pictures of birds with a full description on the reverse side so you can identify these birds anywhere. Or else, you'll get a bright colored comic button picturing one of 18 comic strip characters to pin on your jacket or your beanie cap. So start collecting all three kinds of swell prizes in Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Our story continues. Dr. Ross, the governor's personal physician, has just summoned Clark Kent and Inspector Henderson to the bedside. The governor is regaining consciousness, gentlemen. Clark... Clark Kent. Send for him. And... And for Inspector Henderson. I'm right here, governor. Oh, good. Good, glad to. Glad to see you. You too, Inspector. Who, uh... Who did this to you, governor? Big... Big... George Latimer. What? I knew it. Come over here, Inspector. I want to tell you something, an idea that just occurred to me. Well, that'll wait. You come on downstairs with me, Kent. I'm going to arrest Latimer so no, far. wait, Inspector. You can't arrest him. I can't, huh? No. Will You just watch me. I'll... Listen, will you? If you arrest him, we may never be able to prove anything against him. Are you out of your mind? No. You just heard Wheeler say Latimer tried to murder him, didn't you? Yes, but it's only the governor's word against two others, Latimer and Briggs. Isn't that right? Well, yes, but of course it is. There's only one way to get the goods on Latimer, Inspector. Only one. What's that? For Latimer to think Governor Wheeler is dead. Scowling puzzledly, Inspector Henderson stares at Clark Kent. What does Kent mean? Apparently, Kent, who as we know is Superman, has a plan to prove Big George Latimer, the cunning man of hate, guilty of his many crimes. What is Kent's plan? We'll find out tomorrow in one of the most fascinating and exciting episodes you've ever heard. So be sure to be with us. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, you never forget a famous name like Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Kellogg brightens up breakfast with Kellogg shredded wheat. Fifteen, fifteen crisp, tender biscuits in every package. There's loads of natural, nut sweet flavor in toasty Kellogg shredded wheat. Loads of fine nutrition, too. It's whole wheat. And these plump, delicious biscuits are just the right size, made to fit the bowl. Try them soon. Ask Mom for Kellogg shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman.